I didn't find you rolling polyhedral dice in my house. That didn't happen. Shame and guilt flooded my body. What's up, we're librarians. I'm Anderson. And I'm Luca. And we're going to be talking today about the new David Espinoza. A book about steroids. So you went into this book thinking it wouldn't be about steroids. No, because I I forgot what it was about and I did not read the inner jacket before I opened it. I was like, there's a guy who's skinny and then he gets buff on the cover and I was just like, send it. We so have to read this. We have to. Part of me is like, because this is our first episode ever, we do need to like establish the lore between us. There's lore. We have lore. Yeah, I guess. We have. It's not extensive. We have like s- nine months of lore. Nine months of lore. We work together. We work together. We work in the same position in two different departments, so we are each other's Counterpart? right, right man hand. No. I'm Mr. Sterling's right hand arm man. No. <laughs> each other's silly rabbit. It sure. <laughs> <laughs> I I am his silly rabbit. His what? His silly rabbit. His silly rabbit? Yes. Is that what he calls you? No. The silly bros? Right. Exactly. We are both librarians. We're librarians. But, but we're librarians. But, but we're bros. And we, we are bros. librarians. Um, I think you're overselling how big of jocks we are. We, we have very we normal played, physiques. We played baseball. We, just, we played baseball We this played weekend. baseball, yes. But we... We go to, we have normal We're bodies. Normal we are normal people. We just like to... Or as David would say, average chumps. We are average chumps. First and foremost, I think we are nerds, because we are librarians right. who yeah. play D&D. And what else? And we developed a bromance through yeah. going to the gym together and, and reading bad books together. Reading bad books. This one is actually, compared to everything else that we have read recently, I think is the best book. That we've read so far. And that's saying... And that's saying a lot. lot. Because <laughs> this, this book has it all. It has steroids. It has injecting dogs with steroids. It has <laughs> a 24-year-old man dying of a heart attack. Yep. Because he chased a jeep? I don't remember if it was a jeep or not, but he was definitely chasing a car on foot <laughs> and then had a heart attack in the middle of the road and died. Sorry, spoilers. Weird. Yeah, spoilers for... Yeah, we're don't come into this thinking that this is going to be a spoiler-free episode. This is chocolate spoilers. Before we get started, um, today we are drinking Ghost um, Orange Cream. We are not We're not sponsored, sponsored but we are caffeine addicts. <laughs> Much like gym bros at this gym that David goes to. I would right, say. right. Except they're steroid addicts and we are just... Right, except for the one guy that he meets. Well, who is good and normal. Who's good and normal. And then David gets... He gets meathead brained and is like... Oh, I can't believe his... I thought his physique was hot and now... <laughs> like, and I can't believe I thought he was hot. He's just a normal chump. He's a normal chump. You know, I need a... The, I, the amount of times he said chump. that he said average chump in this book. If you took a shot every time you said dead. chump 10 chapters you're dead you're dead you're dead just like alpha i was a wimp before anchor arms now i'm a jerk and everybody loves me so summary you give a summary of david espinoza because i think doing individual summaries tells our audience and also each other what was important to us in right. the book dog steroids dog steroids <laughs> <laughs> um so I'll, I'll go first. I'll yeah. summarize the book. So, David Espinoza is about a kid who is skinny, and he continually gets bullied at school because he is skinny and weak. 
And he decides that during the summer, he is going to completely change that around. And he's going to devote himself to going to the gym and getting stronger. However, when he goes to the gym and starts lifting weights, he lifts for precisely like two days, I think, or maybe a week. I don't know. It's not very long. And then he's like, what? I'm not making like killer gains immediately. I need to go on steroids. And then he asks the gym owner, who is like an IFBB pro for steroids, who at first is like, no, maybe no, no I don't want to give no. you steroids. And then, like, 17 year old child, I'm not going to give you illegal drugs. Yeah, and he doesn't really push back hard enough against that. And then it's just like, yeah, come into the back, I'll shoot your ass up with steroids. And then things kind of devolve from there. And Alpha is framed as this, like... Alpha's the name of the gym owner, Right, yeah. He's framed as this um, steroid addict who... I, I guess they get into, like, body dysmorphia and stuff like that in the book, which is a good thing to touch upon because I think that that's something that's not touched upon very often, especially, like, with males in books. The way you said males is the way that some men say females in their bro <laughs> podcast. And I honestly think that that's beautiful. Keep going. I'm not cutting that out. I think that that's an important thing. However, the book kind of comes off through the characterization of Alpha and how David gets so sucked into the world of steroids within, like, three months. It it reads as, like, a moral panic book. And that really took away from it for me because I was like, oh, I didn't want to read a moral panic book. I wanted to read, like, a normal narrative mm-hmm. that was more realistic than that. And it just wasn't realistic to me. So, in my brain, David Espinoza, much like to your point, he gets punched. He gets slapped in the face, and that knocks him unconscious, and it's filmed. And so he's like, fuck it. I'm going to get so big and so strong that nobody's going to be able to fuck with me. And then, to your point, he he goes to um, the gym, like, maybe within one week, and he's like, fuck! I'm not getting any bigger! I don't know what's wrong! Um, and then he's like, hey, Mr. Alpha, 24-year-old owner of this gym, can you please spare steroids, sir? Um, please, Mr. May I have some steroids? <laughs> some trend, please. please. Some D-Bowl. Please. Please, sir. I want some. Anabolic steroid. It, it truly read like David was watching all the TikTok, not TikTok, all the Instagram reels. I'm sorry, I don't have TikTok anymore. I was taking up too much choice on my phone, so now I have to... Don't apologize for that, that's yeah. baller. Yeah. I also don't have to. <laughs> We're too old for that shit. We're too old for that shit at 24 and 25. <laughs> I am as old as Alpha right now. I should be on steroids. Um, you should be diving should in the be... street after running right, after your are... Jeep on foot. Anyway, go, anyway, go much like all the men on... All the males, I should say, on Instagram, on the fitness side of Instagram reels, being like, oh, you don't see results within a day of being at the gym. Let's take trend. He's like, Alpha, please spare steroid. Um, and Alpha's like, no, I can't possibly do that to a 17-year-old. That that would be bad and illegal. Anyway, come to my office <laughs> and I'll inject your ass with whatever the fuck. It, and then it just evolves from there. He becomes, yeah, to, as Nina said, just complete, like, zero to fucking heroin addiction. Yeah. <laughs> Without the heroin. Within, like, three months of him being like, oh, oh my god. Like, I have to be so big, I have to be so big. Which, again, kind of makes sense, but it was almost mm-hmm. cartoony in a way. Mm-hmm. I 
even though the narrative, I think, takes place over the course of an entire year, mm-hmm. from, like, summer to summer, right? Um, it felt like it happened in such a very short period of time. Yeah. Um, and that's where it, it got, it lost me a lot. It did I, the, pa- the pacing of it didn't feel like it was, like, a long, overarching thing. It truly felt like it took place over the course of the summer, even though, logically, it told you, like, where in the timeline it was. Right. Every chapter would be, like, 28 days until the start of school, 15 days before the start right. of school. Um, and then, like, 30 days after. Um, we also forgot the fact that David's void rage is so hard that he puts his dad in the hospital. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, he's like, ah, because his dad was like, you're addicted to drugs. And he's like, it's not drugs. And then he throws his dad against the, the wall. wall. Yeah, and then he's like, I'm And he go. has to leave the house. And I have to go live with Alpha now. Yeah, and then he, so he lives with his gym, uh. Brother. Gym brother, I guess. Gym owner, whatever. Steroid, um. Which, honestly. Program. Red flag that this 24-year-old was like, hello, 17-year-old boy. Live in my home. Live in my home. Live in my home. Oh, and Alpha's girlfriend leaves. Oh, yeah, Alpha Because of his steroid usage. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's framed as being very cartoony in a way that is a little silly. Mm-hmm. Um, case in point, at one point, Alpha tells David that his dog is coming yes. down from a cycle of steroids. Yes, yes. And he and David was like, "Why would you do that?" And he's like, "I it's wanted never to see how up. big he would get." And it's, it's never brought, brought up again. again. It's literally just like, "Oh yeah, I just wanted to see how big my dog can get." Right. Like, human and the steroids. dog roid rages on David. Yeah, and also apparently <laughs> humps the shit out of um, Alpha's girlfriend and her friends. Right. Okay. Right. Because he is roided up, and which um, foreshadows. David roid raging on his father and um and his girlfriend and his girlfriend um, though he doesn't though he doesn't pump the shit out of anyone <laughs> the only person he actually gets physical with I think is his dad nobody yeah. else gets harmed in the no he just gets like pissy with his girlfriend he's like ah uh. he's also like okay he's also like weirdly like I look good I want everybody else I'm I you can't see it because it's a podcast and so audio format but I am like flexing and posing um. <laughs> Um, so you're like big. picture me flexing and posing. Picture it's not my, good. Picture my muscles are really, picture, really big right yeah, now. So vascular. I have a pump in. Um, I got a pump on, and we're I'm living life to the fullest. I'm chock full of steroids and synthol. <laughs> picture picture my head, but on like an IFBB pro. It's like uh like arms. But yeah, I will say one of the things I did like about this book that I found accurate. Was David's dad snooping? Yeah, I I was like, that is some classic like ethnic parent shit right there. Just going through your shit when you're not home. My mom used to do that to me all the time. We've talked about how similar our upbringings were. Yeah, it's even though we come from two different Roman- cultures. Romanization. Yeah, I don't, something like Italian, that. Italian, Latin X. Did it. Send it. Send it. Send it. Send it. Send it. Oh, okay. Um, but. <laughs> Like, my parents would also do that. But yeah, no, like, they would, they would, like, one of the things that I remember being a teenager was, like, I would come home from school and my things would be obviously moved around in my room. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like I was, like, looking to, like, catch my parents doing anything. Like, it wasn't like, oh, if I, if I leave this and it gets moved, then I know, that means somebody's here. It's just like, huh. I distinctly remember having, like, this fold, like, my homework folder on, like, the table, like, my end table, and now it's on my desk. Mm-hmm. Like, shit like that. That didn't happen to me. My parents would go in my room and sniff out my weed like hounds. 
But yeah, no, I just think that that to me was like very accurate. Like, was like, okay, yeah, this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, everything else was a little cartoony and funny. I I do want to add to that. Um, the portrayal of body dysmorphia in men. Oh, yeah. Like I said before, not males, men. Oh, God. <laughs> no, males. 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 Um, I thought it was... How do I put this? I'm not sure if it was accurate because I'm not a male with body dysmorphia. Um, and I, I don't have any kind of, um body dysmorphia in the way that David had it with, like, muscular dysmorphia, where he was like, I need to look bigger. I need to look bigger because for me, you know, socialized as a woman, I've always been like, I need to look smaller. I need to look smaller. So I don't want to say it's accurate, but it was at least an interesting portrayal of something that I never see portrayed in media that often. And I think that it was important to see it, but I don't know if the author was I I don't know if putting it putting the narrative forward in a way that was like a moral panic book where this literally felt like the go ask Alice of steroids was the right move. Well allegedly and I say allegedly because I do not know this author like that. I don't I'm I don't I'm his friend, I don't know his life. Um in his after I always read the author's note because I feel mm-hmm. like you can get a lot of context about like where the author right. is coming from. Um, I personally think that the author is dead. Argument is bullshit. The author is not dead. Their biases live in their work, and I you do know that. Um, I agree. Apparently, he had this. This is like a based on his like life when he was around that same age. He did a cycle of mm-hmm. steroids, and right. like it, de- yeah. it devolved like that very mm-hmm. rather quickly. Um, so, so maybe who are we to say yeah, that it's not realistic? Yeah, who are we to say it's Because realistic. we've never... Uh, I've never been on steroids. I've never been on steroids either. Oh, uh, well, unless you count my tea. I don't know. I don't know. Is that kind of steroids? No. I think that's gender-affirming care. Are steroids gender-affirming care? I think because they are They were little. affirming David's gender. <laughs> David's like, I need to be a man, and to be a man, I need to be on so much fucking right. steroids and simple. The synthol right. stuff... The synthol was crazy. That was that's cr- something you usually do not get into that quickly also oh. wait can we talk about the part where alpha was like you need to inject me with synthol boy that i just met and it made him and not his other friends who he presumably knew his, for a lot yeah, his longer. adult male like friends adult male friends who are also who are bodybuilders. bodybuilders he was like david you need to inject synthol 17, into my 17 year old boy who now lives in my house <laughs> he didn't live with him he didn't live with him but but he was and if you like the way that they described it was, like, synthol, if you inject it wrong, it'll look weird and fucked up, because, like, it's just an injection that just, like, adds oil to your muscles to make them look bigger. Even the thought of that makes, like, my whole body, like, yeah. feel like I'm, like, there's ants can, under my skin. It can leak, too. Stop. Yeah, yeah, Stop. it's gross. Ah, bad. But yeah, no, like, it's, I, you showed me pictures of mm-hmm. this after we read this book, yeah. and, like, the freaking Popeye arms, Yeah, yeah. It and it's always on a guy who's like no chest, like no nothing back, else except just for arm. just the synthol arms. David himself doesn't get into synthol until much later, where he's cycling off of uh, all his steroids. right because he's like, "I'm small, I'm small, I look bad." Yeah. Like, so I think that in and of itself is probably—I don't want to say it's probably more realistic. It's probably realistic in the sense that like he's hanging out with professional bodybuilders, right, and would have access and knowledge of this. Mm. Whereas, quote unquote, your normal guy. 
who's on steroids. Nobody who's doing steroids is fucking normal. Um, but like, I don't think they would have access to it nor the desire to do it. Mm-hmm. It's no, very- I, I think synthol is kind of a thing where only a select amount of people do it. Get into that because, like, from what from what I've heard, it's it's like something that they'll use to like maintain the like the look the look like really close to competition. Mm-hmm. But David was doing it because he had body dysmorphia yeah. and was like, I look too small and I can't deal with the fact that I'm cycling off of steroids and my muscles aren't as big as they were last week. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Which that... I honestly, the way that he described um, body dysmorphia was relatable to me, even though like for me it was like, it's like the opposite mm-hmm. effect. Where it's like every time he passed a mirror, he was like, "Shit!" He was like, "Fuck, my arms look small." Yeah. Like, like I feel like my muscles are deflating and stuff like that. And I was like, "That's kind of the same thing that I deal with, but like in the opposite way." So you and I are on a cut right now. Yes, because we are so strong. We're professional muscular. bodybuilders. We're professional bodybuilders on top of being professional car carrying librarians. Right. It's a hard life. It's a hard. We have no time for our wives, our respective wives. I am t- now the lightest I have been since before entering college. I started this year off at 200 pounds. I'm currently down to 172. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Um, And even now I'm like, I look massive. Like I like mm-hmm. in the, in the like lady way of being, I don't want to say lady way. In the, <laughs> in the lady in the, way. In the fe- female trait. In the, in the feminine in, way. In the feminine way of like being socialized as a woman being like, you need to be skinny. You need to right, be small. Right, right. And then, like, I also have the weird, because now I'm, like, also interested in, like, building the musculature as well, of being, like, oh, my arms look tiny, but my waist looks, it's, like, right. I feel like, I mean, like, every time I look in the mirror, I am looking at, like, a weird funhouse mirror that is just pointing <laughs> out, like, all the weird, yeah, like, yeah. arms and shoulders look tiny, but yeah. my stomach is massive. I relate to that. I'm, like, I'm, like, I look big, but not in the way I want to, <laughs> like... So that, him being, like, every time he saw a reflection, just, like, looking at himself and being like, fuck! Yeah. I was like, I I related to that. That me! Oh, he just, like, me for real, aside from being on actual steroids. Which we have no desire to be. Which I have no desire to be. I see these guys, again, this is my third or fourth time bringing up the Instagram stuff, Mm -hmm. but I've, since working, starting to work out more seriously, the, this, I've been getting a lot, and I truly, like, a shit ton of Instagram reels. You haven't seen them as much, but I send them to you a lot. <laughs> of guys just being like... You're like, hey, you would like this. No, I just think it's like, it's like, it's super, it, to me it's like super fucked up because I remember being in high school and like having like that health class where it was like drugs and then like for some reason they also threw in, for us, they threw in steroids in there. Not as like a like, this is a drug kind of way and you can get addicted to it, but like mm-hmm. this is a dangerous substance, substance you're injecting into your body kind of way, right? I don't think they ever talked about that with us. I mean, they also talked about, like, doing, like, freaking, what is it, lean, which is... Lean? You know what lean is? No, no, I know, I know yeah. that, but, like, but, like I'm surprised like, they talked about yeah, that. Yeah, but it was, it was, like, it was less in, like, a, like, oh, this is, like, a, like, a drug and more in, like, a, don't put shit in your body, guy. Like, don't put bad shit in your body. We had people come to my school and talk about things that people don't do, like farm parties. Which are allegedly... <laughs> do I want to know? Do we want to traumatize our listeners? Allegedly, this is a party where everyone brings mystery pills and puts them in a bowl, and then you just pick one. Because that happens. That sounds like a great way to... Die. Acci- I was going to say, accidentally take somebody's Adderall prescription. Yeah. Or take an ibuprofen. Yeah. Take, uh, that's what I would bring. I'd be like, that's what I would bring. That's I would, what everyone 
parents gonna bring to a party like that? They're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna oh, shit, get guys, some Xanax for my ibuprofen. Fucking bang for my buck. It's just like everybody at the party is like, did we all go to CVS and we all get <laughs> yeah, the CVS brand ibuprofen? Everyone That's brings crazy. In and somebody's like, no, 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 guys, I brought the PM version, so oh, some of man. us are gonna get a little sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get some of that quill. <laughs> oh, God. Just, like, a mucinex D in there. I need that. Do you want one? No, I'm good. I have some of my... I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah, um, we'll cut that up. No, I'm gonna keep it. I think it adds to the ambiance. <coughs> Ew. You get that I'll one. cut that. But, yeah, I keep getting all of these guys on Instagram being, like, I'm on steroids. <laughs> or, like, they're clearly on steroids. Uh, I just remember being, like, in high school, and, like, the, I wanted to see Neil Armstrong, what's not his name? Lance Armstrong. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the one on the moon. <laughs> the one on the moon. When he hit the golf ball, <laughs> he was, like, <laughs> <laughs> But, like, his, like, whole, like, steroid, um, like, saga coming, I think that's probably why they were, like, steroids bad kids. Um, mm-hmm. of, of him being on anabolic steroids and just, like... Maybe that is why. Yeah, that being, like, this huge thing, and so, like, it was, like, Hush, hush! Don't talk. Like nobody talks about being yeah. on steroids. I remember when it came out that A Rod was on steroids. That's the one I remember most. Oh, I remember that too. That, yeah. that I completely forgot about that until you just mentioned that. Mm-hmm. But I do remember that because I once saw a shirt that say A Roid with the little the little needle as the eye in Roid. Oh my God. I was like, I remember being like, "That's fucking sick." Yeah, say no to steroids. <laughs> Get D.A.R.E. in your kid's school, too, by visiting Country Style Donuts. Purchase the D.A.R.E. Bear and show you care. Proceeds go to D.A.R.E. in your community. <laughs> but yeah, like, I just, like, all these guys on Instagram specifically just being like, yeah, like, one of the things, like, the, a big thing I see is, like, oh, if you don't see results within your first day of being on the gi- at the gym. Like, as a joke, it's like, if you don't see results on the first day of your gym, go on, go on, try. Like, right. take, take deep ball. Um, there's that one guy who is allegedly, I don't know. Um, doing steroids oh, just yeah, because the guy who was like I do I do steroid as an it was experiment. Like, it was like an experiment where he would do steroids like the first day he went to the gym yeah. or something like that. And he looks just to see awful. What happens. He literally looks just like a regular guy, yeah. but now with more acne. Yeah, and I'm just like, boy, you're destroying your body. Oh, no, I, feel, I feel bad for I him. I feel bad for him. Um, and, like, there was a couple guys being like, oh, yeah, like, if you think you're having fun at the gym now, imagine how much more fun you'll have on steroids. Do you want to talk about our moral panic book for d and I do want to talk about our moral panic book, because I... much like uh, moral panic books about steroids and, uh, you know, hard drugs like heroin and crack and, and like, like, all those books that Ellen Hopkins put out that were, like, Crank. I have. Perfect is right there between Mexican Gothic and um, Aristotle and Dante. That's the one that also has steroids in it. Oh wow! Yeah, one of the one of the guys. He's he's on. He plays baseball. Uh huh. Um, and he's like, I have to have a hot bat. I have to have hot, so I'm taking all these steroids so I can be strong. Ah! And then um, he's actually a god awful homophobic person who is very disgusting. Okay. Um, so that's what steroids will do to you guys. You will become homophobic. Don't do that. It's true. Be who you are, but don't do steroids. Be who you are. So anyway, much like those books that came out um, that we all read when we were in middle school, maybe mm-hmm. I'm generalizing, but whatever, we all read when we were in middle school and we were like, wow, I'm never going to do math ever. 
I think that we need one because D and D was a moral panic. Oh yeah, the, the, the satanic panic. I'm familiar. I wasn't uh, yes. there, but I've heard no, about I no, I wasn't it. there either. I think we need a moral panic book about D and D in the same vein of like I think I need it personally the because Hopkins and you know go ask Alice like all of that. We need to be warning kids about the threat of Satan within Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I think I personally do need that because we're currently recording in my office right now. And I have a giant dice bag, a fucking giant, a tr- like an army-sized backpack of D&D stuff right by my chair. I, I need this moral panic book to wean me away from my debilitating D&D uh, addiction. Anyway, our moral panic book about D&D, this is uh, going to be a vlog for our publication that is definitely coming out. If we um, get 100 listeners in the first, by the end of the year... I will write 100 pages of this. Of initiative. Of initiative. The moral panic book about Dee Dee. Would you like to read the um, the, the blurb? That oh, yes. When Will, of Stranger Things fame, of sh- right, yes. finds a DM's guide in his uncle's basement, he knows his life will change forever. He just didn't know how much of it could change. But that's what happens when you roll the dice. That's what happens when you roll the dice. And the uncle dies in the yeah. end due to his dice addiction, and I, they find dice inside of his body. Yeah. Because he ate them. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, my hands are itching to roll. Yeah. I wrote that. That you was, did write that, that was my line. Should I read a little bit of my... You can't... Yeah. yeah let's do yeah, it. Let's do I that. have it. I have it in my... Why do you have it in workout stuff? I think my favorite line is... <laughs> So I didn't find you rolling polyhedral dice in my house? That didn't happen? Shame and guilt flooded my body. <laughs> obviously read in the first person, because all these books are. But my favorite line is, they found dice inside your Uncle Danny. <laughs> they finished the autopsy. You know what they found? Dice. Because it's always like, they found him like cracked up on like fentanyl and cocaine and all this. You don't want to end up like Danny. He thought he was a wizard. <laughs> That's why, that's why Will has his uh, DMPC, Nathaniel, as Nathaniel. Nathaniel, the great green mage, um, Nathaniel, as his self-insert character. You know, one day, one day it's, it's reading the player's handbook, the next day it's, um, the next trying day to cast a magic missile in your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day it's spending, uh, like, truly, like, $200 on nice dice at a fucking convention. Mm-hmm. And then eating them. And then eating them. <laughs> yum, yum. I pers- Sometimes I do want to eat them because they just look so... I want to make, like, gummy dice. I think that's dangerous. Why? The children? Think about the children. For, like, me personally. Just for you? Just for me. Maybe for you if you want some. You should get that gumdrop recipe from, uh, Aristide's boss. Yeah. Do you remember when I had to measure out, like, those the pounds of sugar for those? No, because I don't have to do that. Whatever, man. Yeah, fuck you. I think of all the books that we've read thus far, those episodes haven't been recorded yet, though. This mm-hmm. has been the best book. Mm-hmm. I think that there were good, generally good moments in it. Mm-hmm. And I think that the characterization I, I really liked, okay, we didn't touch on this before. I really liked the relationship between David and his girlfriend. Yes. I thought that was really well done. And yes, I, a very healthy relationship. Shout out to her them, name. Even though it kind of devolved in the end because of his addiction. Yeah. Shout out to... I forgot her name. Shout out to David's girlfriend, girlfriend 
You have a name, but we don't remember yeah, it. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, women. Um, <laughs> I am sorry, women. I am sorry, women. I'm sorry, women. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I like that she was like, you hurt me a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. And although I still care about you as a friend, and mm-hmm. I do care about your family, I don't think we're going to be in a spot for a very long time yeah. before we, like, t- to date again. And I want to take that break, but I won't, I don't mind still being a part of your yeah. life, even if I have to take a step back from it. Yeah. I thought that was, like, excellent that she was like, I'm not taking your shit. Because it would have been yeah. so easy. It would have been so... To just have her taken back. Yeah, and just be, be like, like, oh, baby. It's okay. Yeah, like, you, I know why you did it. Or, yeah. like, well, you're better now because you're off of it. But the book ended in a spot where David was going to get better and grow yeah. and repair his um, Relationship. relationships with people rather than just, like, he stops doing steroids and everything is happily ever after. Like, you know that he's, like, he has the self-awareness of, like, this is going to take time and I'm going to need yeah. to heal and I'm going to do what it takes to do that. I almost wish that Rodolfo, Rodolfo, the, the, the normal guy. The average oh, the normal guy, guy, yeah. I wanted him the average to, I wanted him to be more of a presence in the book. Yeah, yeah. Because like, he, like, shows up in the beginning and he's, like, and a little nice to him and then David gets sucked into all of that and yeah. then we only see him again at, like, the funeral. No, we see him again at like the once. movies during the day. Right, yes. And he's that's when David is like, oh, I used to think his physique was awesome and now he's just kind of, he's so small compared yeah. to everybody else. And then I was like, hey, man, how you doing? Like, it's, like, yeah. normal and good. Yeah. So I almost wish that he was a little bit more consistent as, like, a presence in the gym, even if it's just, like, hey, David, like, yeah. you doing okay? Like, even just being, like, are you sure that's a good yeah. idea? Or even just, like, being there in the background, yeah. I guess. Um, but other than that, I want him to be more of a presence in the book and also him to take more of, like, a mentorship role towards the end. Yeah. Because, like, I think that there is a way for David to heal while still working out and stuff. I thought you were going to say while well, still being we'll on still steroids. still being on steroids, no. But, but like, still, like, being interested in, like, exercise and, do like, weightlifting. You could do a little bit of steroids. You know, as, as a treat. treat. As a trend. Got him. <laughs> that wasn't funny. That was very funny and topical and good and fucking hate me. Okay. Yeah, I just felt like it felt, the end felt like it was like, we, I gotta stop cold turkey. No more working out. That's what it felt like. Right, yeah. That's one thing I really didn't like about it because it was like they almost framed it as working out was part of his addiction, addiction and mental illness. In a way it was because it was like he was like going to the gym like every single fucking day. Right. And it's like there was like no real rest. Right, right. Or or like when he I would have liked to see David taking a healthier approach to the yeah. gym and but like where the book left off and it was a short book. It was a short book. Um it kind of was like all or nothing. Right. And it didn't really give us I think if I was reading this book and I didn't really know about working out or anything like that, I would have left off being like the gym is bad. Yeah. The gym leads you to doing steroids. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, kind of where the book left off, and I don't think that that was what the author intended to do, yeah. but I would have liked to see David taking a healthier approach to the gym and, like, you know, like, healing in a way that was, you know, like you said, like, the other guy being his mentor and, like, going down the road of, like, really putting the work in and making his body look better and having, like, self-esteem and self-esteem coming from other areas. 
is of his life. Yeah, I don't, he didn't have to, in my opinion, had to be, like, a direct mentor being, like, you are now under my wing. Right, But though. even just being, like, like, just being, like, a, a, a comforting presence to David as he can, like, goes on this, like, healing journey. Right. He just shows up at the very end and is like, alright, peace out, dude. Yeah, I think that this book, I think we gave this three stars? I think so. Both of us Both did. of us did. Not the best book I've ever read. But very good, like good compared to everything else. We've read. I, I give this book three syringes out of five. Three cycles of trend. Three cycles of, of trend. On a scale of emaciated to Ronnie Coleman, I give this the new David Espinosa. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Right in the middle. I you're like what? Rate this book. I give this the new the, the new David Espinosa no, is the, the new, new David, David Espinosa, and I think. that's I think that's beautiful. Poignant. <laughs> if you if you were to look at the cover, you see the, the 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 first David, the new David. It's the David in the middle, and I'm like, that's this book. You ever notice how like on the back of books, or like when people are reviewing books, like especially like the big review journals will be like they'll use the same words over and over again, like yeah. poignant, poignant, tour de force. Um, this was a tour de force of steroids. This was a tour de force. <laughs> I learned both a lot about steroids and also nothing about steroids. Actually, before we end, can we talk about how Alpha was so ready to give his kids steroids? Yeah. Um, and very unrealistic. Unrealistically, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know men who take steroids like that. But also the fact that he didn't talk about any of the health dangers and the fact that like David was gonna have to cycle off and he wouldn't be able to keep his gains. And yeah. all this. It was, it was like it was like a trap card, or the acne, or, or the acne. It, yeah, it seemed that like he had to find out their experience. Or um, what do you call it the um gyno? Gyno. Yes, they didn't really talk about. They kind of talked about it briefly in yeah. the sense that David started taking those pills, the anti estrogen pills, so that way he would. Oh, and Alpha was like infertile. Oh yeah, because of. Taking yeah. so many steroids. I can't get it up anymore. Yeah. I can't get it up. I went to the doctor. <laughs> and that's why so... my girlfriend left me. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, my my rating stands at um, three cycles of trend out of five. Yeah. I, I would have to concur with that. I mm-hmm. think that the book was well written. Characters were decent. Pacing left a little bit to be desired, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Plot got a little silly at times, but other than that, I think it was a relatively mm-hmm. good book, especially compared to all the other things we have on our docket. Yeah, this was actually, like, we're starting with a, um... A good book. Comparatively to everything else that we have in store, like, we started with, like, a banger. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna be begging for us to keep talking about David Espinosa. Yeah. And don't forget the Dewey Decimal System is your friend! Who's Dewey? So what are you reading this week that you've been enjoying? So I read um, Elliot Page's memoir, and I really, I really enjoyed it a lot. I think um, celebrity memoirs are becoming kind of in vogue thing right now. Um, I feel like it's always been in vogue. It's always been in vogue, yeah, true. But like, I feel like when Jeanette McCurdy put out her memoir, I feel like everyone started really wanting to read like. Not just celebrity memoirs, but, like, child actor memoirs. And I kind of forgot that Elliot Page was a child actor. Oh, yeah, that's how they got the answer. Yeah, and so it was interesting reading about all of that and, like, their, um, 
experiences growing up and like dealing with dysphoria and dealing with coming out and stuff like that and how heavily I related to his like um journey with that I thought it wasn't a really really good book one thing that was a detriment for me about it and if it was only one minor thing was that I thought it would have been better if it wasn't as disjointed as it was because it was told kind of out of order and mm-hmm. I kind of wanted more of a linear thing. It does make it. it a little bit easier to follow, but I, for one, I haven't read the memoir. I'm for one, it's just one of like my, I tell stories in a disjointed, in a disjointed way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you get, you get from point A to point C before you get to point B, even though point B happened before. So. Right. Right. And like, I'm, I'm not saying that like, I think me personally, I wasn't, it wasn't, that way of storytelling wasn't for me for that particular, for like a memoir, because I want things to be in the order that it happens, because it's hard when someone is referencing something that happened so long ago in the book, but as if it just happened, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, so that's, that's the only thing that I would say about it. Other than that, I thought it was a really interesting book to read, and it definitely, um, Awakened. <laughs> it awakened. It definitely awakened something in me. A You're reading bit. this book. God, I hope this doesn't awaken anything. Yeah, in me. literally. Um, this week I have been rereading Harrow the Ninth. Okay. I'm I'm gonna count this as my book I enjoy. Okay. Okay. I mean, because you've been you've been reading these. Yeah, I've been reading these. Well, I had thought that Electa was coming out on the 10th of October. Apparently, it isn't. It's not. It's not. Barnes and Noble lied to me. Alright, so I had to process that later, but, yeah. but keep going. Um, but I had been reading Gideon, Harrow, and I plan on rereading Nona, but now I'm like, is it even worth it? It is. I like this series. One chapter at a time. I had calculated it out to the day of how many, one chapter a day, plus a short story a day, like, in between the books. Right. Um, and I've been rereading Harrow, which I've been really enjoying, and I won't get into spoiler territory in case it's a more recent book. Um, but I, I love revisiting my favorite moments. Mostly um, they being a little bitch, because I think she's the best character. I think she's fun. I love that book. I love that book. Harrow is my favorite one out of the trilogy. Everybody loves Nona, and I like Nona. I think it was a good book. Everybody loves Nona? Everything? Every, shout out to my friends. You know who you are. Those bitches... I'm not calling you bitches in a derogatory way. I'm calling you bitches in a friend way. Those bitches loved Nona. They're like, this is the best book. And I'm like, it was good. I liked yeah, it. I'm, I'm with you on this yes, one. Yes, like, yes. Yeah. Harrow enjoyers. Yeah, Harrow enjoyers. Honestly, for me, when I read Nona, I was like, oh, this is a giant war dump because Tamsin Muir um, realized that she needed something in between Harrow and Electo and was like, Here's Nona, and that's that's kind of what it felt like to me. Not that it wasn't a fun book, and not that I'm not like obsessed with this series, but it did feel like a lore dump in a certain way, and definitely did not live up to what Harrow and Gideon the Ninth were for me. Harrow the Ninth, not Harrow the character, but Harrow the Ninth, rewired my brain chemistry in a way I am forever changed. Honestly, much like much like the necromancy that happens. Yeah, much like the necromancy the, that happens in in, the book. in that book. Oh boy, it um it, it, without revealing it, too much yeah, about that. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Yeah. I I was fundamentally changed. Um, and then Nona came out, and I was like, "This is good." 
It was good. I, it, I love Camilla and Palamides. If Nona was the only book, I would be like, this isn't, this is great, but it's not earth shattering yeah. for me, you yeah. know? Hera was earth shattering. So many reveals. Like Gideon was earth shattering. Gideon was good. It was excellent. It was great. But to me, Harrow is is the that is like the locked tomb book, right? For me, and you know what? Neither of us have ever read Homestuck. And neither of us have never. Yes. 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 So sexy of us. Oh God, I don't want to. I don't want to film or uh, record our next one. You don't. I I want to, but I also uh, don't. You know. It's it's a lot. All right. It's so join us next episode when we talk about or for our double feature. Anna Mariano do- double feature. feature of This Is How We Fly and It Sounds Like This. Alright. You're gonna love it. You're gonna you're gonna fucking love it. Alright, dudes. Bye bros. Send it. See ya.